tantric. It was tantric, not tempura. Hello everyone, Matt here. Episode 16 of this little podcast we call Giant Electric Penguin. Before we get into the meat and potatoes of today's episode, because I like to make it a balanced meal, I did want to follow up on the last episode. Look, I don't, I don't want this podcast to turn into just me reading entries from sexpositions.club and then calling it a day, but... I really, I mean, it was a really great find. I've been, I don't know about you, but ever since I discovered sexpositions.com, I've just been having the time of my life. You know, just like anything else online though, different sites give different definitions or descriptions of things. So if you remember, I looked at some other websites too. We were all over the place when it came to sex positions. But I did wanna follow up on mermaid style. Not that anybody wants to further hear me allude <laughs> to any part of my own sex life. But I think I mentioned that um, I had participated in mermaid-style sex thousands and thousands of times. Well, after the show, I did a little bit more looking around and found another description and another picture of what was also being called mermaid-style sex. And you may have come across that too and thought in your head, huh? Uh, especially if you're Tim Allen, you would have, you would have done that. Uh, <laughs> fuck. On, on this other website where I found mermaid style sex, c- complete with a picture, uh, I have never done that. And if I had ever attempted it, I would still be in traction, probably in a full body cast in the hospital. So I'm just saying, if you, if you went out and did your own search for mermaids, the mermaid sex position, and you went, Wow! Matt pulls that off on a regular basis? <laughs> I do not. I also, like I said, again, I promise, I do not, this isn't going to be sexpositions.club, the podcast. I did find another sex position that I wanted to mention real quick. I'm going to read the description from sexposition.club, which is now a part of my favorites. And I'm, then I want to give you a little bit of time to... Think of, you know, think of a name for the sex position. What sex position? What would you call this sexual position? So here's the description. In the, in the classic sexposition.club style. Have you ever tried to have oral sex in the chair? In case your answer is no, this hot position is for you. The woman gets on four limbs across the chair with her legs slightly apart. Her shins are outside the seat. The man kneels behind his darling, with his upper body leaning forward a bit. He pushes her buttocks apart with his hands and slowly begins to caress her crotch with his lips and tongue. Now, for me, there's no sexier word than crotch. So this description has got me hard as a rock. (laughs) Relax. I'm joking. All right, take a few minutes and you... Write down what you think that sex position is called, and then I'm gonna and then I'm gonna tell you. Alright, I'm gonna assume you have written that down and you're you're waiting with bated breath. 
Well, that is sex position number 475, and it's called Funny Joke. Now, (laughs) I've been racking my brain since the last episode trying to figure out why this is called Funny Joke. Is it because, like, is your partner already... Like, is your partner... Before you even get into the room, your partner, and in this, in this, um, in this example, we're going to go man and woman. So your partner, the the female partner in this duo is in the room by herself and she goes, you know what I'm going to do? I am going to sit in this chair, but not in a traditional way. I'm going to sit in it in kind of like a silly way. I'm going to get on my hands and knees on the chair and kind of, kind of like I'm a, like I'm a cat that pounced up on a chair and I'm going to do it with all my clothes off. And then when my partner comes in, uh, it'll be like, look at this hilarious joke. Look at this funny joke. I'm sitting in a chair in a way that isn't normal. And then he goes to town on her crotch. Is that why it's called funny joke? That I don't know. <laughs> Like, oh, honey, you got me. That's not how someone sits in a chair. Or is it because this is my other thinking. So in the picture, and you're welcome now to go to sexpositions.club and look at the picture. It's 475, funny joke. So the woman is kind of, is arched and has her butt in the air. The guy's on his knees in this situation. But but he's kind of, it's kind of like he's almost using her her butt and her crotch to use the parlance of the time uh, as like a microphone, much in the way that a stand-up comedian would when telling a funny joke. So I don't know. Maybe that's just me. That's sort of what I thought <laughs> where funny joke may have gotten its name. Hey, another great thing about sexpositions.club is that you can leave comments underneath the sex positions. And it's mostly just a lot of people lamenting that they don't have a partner to try these positions out with. Like, for example, Jerry here says, oh, I wish I have a girlfriend to hammer this styles. You know, it's mostly it's mostly that kind of stuff, and it's usually in broken English. Uh, but then once in a while, you get a really just kind of like hot and sexy comment like this one from Tanya. I have systematic lupus, osteoporosis, and arthritis, so I can't do these positions. Screw it. Let's read some listener mail. This one comes from listener Greg. Subject line is jokes for kids. And Greg writes, Dear Matt, I know how much you enjoy jokes for kids. Here are a few of my favorites. All right. So I haven't read these yet. So let's see what Greg sent in. These are jokes for kids, ostensibly. Let's see. What do you get when you cross human DNA with goat DNA? Kicked out of the petting zoo. (laughs) Now, Greg, I would ask you why you think this is a joke for kids. (laughs) Is it because children go to petting zoos? Like, petting zoos are for children? Is that why you are under the impression this joke is for kids, as the subject line of your email would suggest? Because what I think this is saying, 
I, what I think this is referring to is bestiality, which uh, it's not that kind of show, pal. And I got to tell you, <laughs> that's, that's not a joke for kids. I'm not saying it's not amusing, but I wouldn't tell it to my kid. All right, uh, here's, here's another one of Greg's favorite jokes for kids. A family is at the dinner table. The son asks the father, Dad, how many kinds of boobs are there? The father, surprised, answers, Well, son, a woman goes through three phases. In her 20s, a woman's breasts are like melons, round and firm. In her 30s and 40s, they're like pears, still nice, hanging a bit. After 50, they're like onions. Onions? The son asks. Yes, you see them and they make you cry. Well, this infuriated his wife and daughter. The daughter asks mom how many different kinds of willies are there. The mother smiles and says, well, dear, a man goes through three phases also. In his 20s, his willy is like an oak tree, mighty and hard. In his 30s and 40s, it's like a birch, flexible but reliable. After his 50s, it's like a Christmas tree. A Christmas tree? The daughter asks. Yes, dead from the root up. And the balls are just for decoration. <laughs> All right, again, Greg, no, I mean no offense. Why the hell do you think this is a joke for kids? Is it because kids are in the joke? Like kids are a feature of the joke. They're asking these questions at the dinner table. How many kinds of boobs are there? What a weird question to even ask. <laughs> like, what's the real non-joke answer to that? Uh, one kind of boobs? I, I mean, I don't know, kind of boobs. I I don't know. Big, medium, and little? I, I don't know. Also, um, not, not totally unamusing, but not that great. All right, Greg, you're you're over two. <laughs> Again, if you're just tuning in, this was these are jokes sent in by a listener named a listener named Greg, and he says these were more jokes for kids. There's a, there's another one that's a story. So get ready. A boy says to a girl. Okay, so there's a boy and a girl in this in this joke. So my <laughs> that. Leaves me to believe that is why Greg thinks this is a joke for kids. However, like I said, I haven't read any of these yet. So I'm going into it. I want to be surprised. I want to be, if I'm, if I find it funny and I'm tickled, I want you to get my real reaction. But so far, <laughs> this has been, Greg, you might, I don't know. You might want to rethink what you think is appropriate for kids. I mean, we all, we all can decide what's appropriate for our own children, uh, but I don't know if that's always universal. Anyway, there's a boy and a girl in this one. And the boy says to the girl, so sex at my place? Okay, well, this is more probably a man and a woman. But yeah, that's the girl. She's she's into it. Okay, the boy said, but I sleep in a bunk bed with my younger brother. Hmm. And he thinks we're making sandwiches. So we have to have a code. Cheese means faster. And tomato means harder, okay? <laughs> Only in jokes. Uh, uh, joke logic is so <laughs> so hard to, I don't know. Later on, now they're in the bunk bed. 
The girl is yelling, cheese, cheese, tomato, tomato. The younger brother says, stop making sandwiches. You're getting mayo all over my bed. <laughs> Greg, no. No, Greg. <laughs> Look, it's not that kind of show, but what is is are the, is he literally over are, is the top bunk literally overflowing <laughs> with ejaculate? <laughs> it's just just flowing in waves over the top bunk and into the bottom bunk. You're covering me with mayo. Greg, get a bar of soap, young man, and, and, and wash your mouth out. Wash your brain out. Your skull needs a good scrubbing, you sicko. That's not a joke for kids. You're, you're sick. All right, here's one more. Greg, I do appreciate the email. This is one more of Greg's favorite jokes for kids. Somebody find out if Greg has kids so we can get them taken away. What do going down on an old woman and a pork pie have in common? Nope. Nope. <laughs> we're, we're done. Thank you for the email, Greg, but uh, we're done. All right, this email comes from listener John, and the subject line says, Collision Course, thumbs up. Yes, thank you. Remember, that's one of the questions out there. On, or one of the questions out on the table is, should I watch the Jay Leno, Pat Morita film, Collision Course? Should I should I make sure I get that one from Netflix before they stop their DVD service? Uh, thumbs up or thumbs down? Thank you, John. Uh, I will mark your vote down here on the ledger. John is for me watching Collision Course. Uh, so you remember, you can you can send all your emails to Giant Pengi podcast at gmail.com and that's one of the ones what there's collision course uh what was another one uh i think there's something about uh drugs i wanted you to tell me your drug stories i'm not a cop i have to tell you that by law is that a law whenever anybody on one of those videos says if you're a cop you gotta tell me is that is that true it probably is i don't know but anyway i'm not a cop so your drug stories would be much appreciated and I think there were some other things I asked you to, to write to me about. Oh, oh, there was something with Stan Deo. What fictional place should he try to find next? Uh, I think it was like Duckburg and then something about porno. I don't, I, go back and listen. What, I, what do you think I do? Sit around and listen to my own podcast repeatedly? I do. Anyway, Collision Course. Uh, yes. And, you know, John, not to take away from your email. Let me just quickly say... Uh, in a little segment I call Saying Goodbye to Netflix. The last time I told you, uh, I talked about this. Uh, remember when I, how exciting it was to hear me read my Netflix cue? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you've listened to that one over and over and over again. But at the time, I had the movie uh, uh, Dragon Slayer at my house. I have, I have watched Dragon Slayer and I have sent it back to Netflix. And Dragon Slayer is terrible. Have you guys seen it? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> Collision course. Uh, I think if I saw it when I was a kid, I, it came out in 1981, I think. I mean, not if not when I'd seen it in 1981. I wouldn't remember it at all. But if I'd seen it as a young man, I might have some sort of nostalgia for it. But I'd never even heard of it. So I had no nostalgia for it. It's just dumb and boring and stupid. 
So Dragon Slayer, thumbs down. In my possession right now is a little film called Rainbow Bright and the Star Stealer, and I plan on watching that this very uh, weekend. Or recording this in advance, I plan on I I watched it last weekend, <laughs> and I'm not going to tell you about it. I'm going to keep it all to myself. Uh, see if you can follow that. Anyway, in his email, John writes. Does the Disney close theory extend to movies? Jungle Book and dot, 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 probably others. Well, thanks a lot, John. You got me. You did it. Now everybody knows I'm an idiot. You happy? Are you happy? Now everybody knows I'm a stupid moron. Because clearly, in the Jungle Book, all the animals talk and none of them are wearing clothes. It's like a fucking David Mamet play in that jungle. They're just talking all the live long day. Thanks a lot, John. Thanks! No, I'm kidding. Uh, that's a wonderful point. My theory basically is just about the Fab Five, which is what us Disney dorks call them. The Fab Five and anyone like Fab Five adjacent. Um... However, I would point out in, in the Robin Hood movie, those animals are all fully clothed. But no, it doesn't... One, it's a stupid theory. But I appreciate your question. It does not extend to the movies unless in those movies the animals are wearing clothes and talking. <laughs> uh, John also says, thanks for the show. Almost caught up. Well, thank you very much. That means a lot to me, John. I put a whole bag of jelly beans up my ass. Stan Deo hasn't updated his Hall of Shame since January. Did we win? Did the Giant Electric Penguin Hall of Shame win? Well, he still has a lot of archived Hall of Shame inductees, so I think it's time, once again, to visit the hallowed halls of the Giant Electric Penguin Hall of Shame. I got three more inductees. Let's do it! All right, on May 6th, the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, uh, tweeted the following thing. Uh, following the, uh, uh, the shooting in Texas, I believe. There's so many shootings, I can't keep track of which one this was. Okay, yeah, this is where eight people were killed in a shooting at a Dallas-area outlet mall. So here's what Gavin Newsom, the governor of uh, California, wrote. This is freedom? To be shot at a mall? Shot at school? Shot at church? Shot at the movies? We have become a nation that is more focused on the right to kill than the right to live. This is not what the American people want. Do your damn job, Congress. Well, after Governor Newsom tweeted that, a little while later, in fact, the next day, Mr. Dean Cain, Superman himself, responded with this tweet. I prefer dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery. So our first inductee, or I guess our fourth inductee, but our first in this episode, into the giant electric penguin hall of shame is Dean Cain for being a heartless piece of shit asshole. All right, our next inductee 
into the Giant Electric Penguin Hall of Shame. And this is going to get kind of crazy. So all you inductees, if you line up, we've got all your plaques here. We're going to have you come up and collect them because we gotta, we're going to induct a whole bunch of people all at once. That's right, friends. Our next inductees into the Giant Electric Penguin Hall of Shame is anybody and everybody who has ever used the Minions in a meme. Let me read a few of my favorite memes featuring Minions to you right now. And uh, if this, if the, if the ones I read, if it's yours, come on up and collect your Hall of Shame plaque and then shove it right up your ass. <laughs> That's the way we do things here. Uh, Dean Kane, your, your, your plaque is in the mail. I'd, I'd like you to, when you get it, open it up and just shove it directly up your asshole. Thank you. Anyway, here, here's a great one. There's a meme dressed as a, as a maid, as a French maid, as a sexy French maid. And it says, respect your parents. They passed school without Google. All right, get up here. Fuck you. Shove this up your ass. Get out of here. All right. All right, moving on. So here's one, a meme. He's look, he looks so crestfallen. Oh, he's crestfallen. Such a, such a disappointed minion. And, and the meme says, fighting online is so stupid. I mean, what are you going to do? Bust a caps lock on me? Oh, my God. What is, what is happening? All right, here's here's a minion. Oh, isn't he cute? This looks like a little baby minion, and he's he's dressed up like a caveman. He's even got a little he's even got a little uh, little uh, wooden uh, mallet there. What do you call that? A club. He's got a club. It's for clubbing ladies and dragging them back to your cave, right, guys? <laughs> well, minions do it too. And uh, here here's the little caveman minion. He's standing there. He's ready to club your <laughs> wife over the head with with his. With his club, he's ready to drag her back to his 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 cave, and he and it says, "I hate it when people see me at the supermarket and they're like, hey, what are you doing here?'" And I'm like, you know, hunting elephants. Oh Jesus, please, please take me, take me from this planet. <laughs> All right, here here's a meme, and he and he's looking kind of like smug. He's he's a smug little meme, and he's looking down at a coffee cup. And and the words accompanying this picture of this smug little son of a bitch says, Coffee? You mean my survival juice? Fuck! Get up here! Here's your plaque. Pull them jeans down and shove it up your ass. God almighty, these memes. The way, the way these people use these minions, is there a union for minions? These minions need to form a union and then they need to, they need to go on strike. And you know who they're, you know who these, these same idiots who are, who are, who are making these minion memes, you know, these same morons, you know who they're, you know who they're dragging into it now? Grogu, beloved baby Yoda himself, Grogu. Don't, don't turn, don't. Don't do to Grogu what you've done to these minions. Don't do it to Grogu. Don't do it to him. Please don't. God, did you guys watch this season of The Mandalorian? Grogu just has never been cuter. Anyway, (laughs) 
here we go. Back to this. These are two minions, and they look like they're doing a little Broadway-style uh, soft shuffle. They're doing a little Broadway-style song and dance. And it says, minions don't get vaccinations. Why should your children? Fuck you. Are you kidding me? One, you know why minions don't get vaccinations? Because they're fucking cartoon characters, all right? And two, I'm, I'm certain that Gru, their leader, their fearless leader, has created some kind of cure for COVID in whatever cartoon world they live in. So, geez, Louise. All right, here's here's a here's there's two memes in this one. One one is farting, <laughs> and the other is holding a gun. <laughs> so, uh, and the the one holding the gun looks like he's going. He's he's thinking. He's like, should I shoot this farting minion? And uh, here here's what the here. This isn't really a meme. This looks like some sort of manifesto, but. It says the Owl House is pushing the gay agenda and must be destroyed before the precious children become corrupted. Sons and daughters of Christ, take the TVs away from your from the children before they learn there's supposedly more genders and learn witchcraft. Soon the kids who see it will hail Satan and not allow themselves to be disciplined by us and stop our shoes in the air. What? <laughs> Save the children from Satan and stop this Luz thing from infecting them with the gay spirit. All right, a couple things. I don't know what the Owl House is. I have no idea what the Owl House is. So I'm, I got my finger on the pulse of American pop culture. So if I don't know what it is, I don't think it's a big deal. I really don't think it's a big deal. But whatever it is, if it is pushing some sort of gay satanic agenda, I got to watch this show immediately. Because it sounds awesome. Owl house. Like a whole house of owls hanging out. I, I, a whole house of trans, uh, of trans, bisexual, satanic owls. This sounds like maybe the greatest show on TV right now. Two. The minions. Are, are the minions on it? What, what? Why are the minions involved? In fact, you're pushing your ideas on the minions. The minions might be great friends with the owls in the owl house. They might all live in the same neighborhood in Toontown. You fucking weirdo. Anyway, get all the get all the TVs away from your kids. You know, you could just turn the TV off, but that's that's too easy. Let's g grab all the TVs and get the TVs out of there. And because uh, the next thing you know, these kids they're not they're gonna they're not gonna they're gonna be like you can't discipline me, and they're gonna stop your shoe right in the air. What are you doing, stomping on your child? You stomping the gay out? Are you stomping the gay out? Fuck you! Shove that plaque up your ass. Well, here's a minion wearing a Make America Great Again hat. I think we call that a MAGA hat for short. And it, uh, he's, he's standing there and he looks defiant. He's like, yeah, come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. Come try to take my hat off. My little penis-shaped head. And uh, it, the, the, the accompanying words say, Dear liberals, this is what LGBT really means. And then there's a bunch of laughing emojis. And then it's like, deal with it. So are you curious at home what LGBT really means? You, re you ready? You ready? Liberty, guns, beer, and Trump. LGBT. Very witty. Very witty. All right, here's a meme. It looks like he's about to do a swimming. He's still wearing his overalls, but he's got, uh, he's got uh, not, not flip-flops. He's got swim fins on, on his feet. Is that what they're called? Uh, you know, you know, like you know, like the duck feet. When, when you when you when you when you when you're snorkeling around, you're wearing those those uh, 
you know, your scuba shoes. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> Screw you. Uh, the minion, he's, he's got those on, and, he, and he's in a little duck floaty. And he says, I'm not insane. I'm mentally hilarious. Ugh, brother. All right, and our last one, but it, but it really isn't our last one because it's nonstop. If you're on the internet at all, you've seen these just nonstop. The, the internet is lousy with minion memes. It's a meme. He looks a little uh, whimsical. A little bit. That looks like a little bit like the whimsical face of a Grogu. <laughs> and, 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 the, and the meme says, Sleeping is my drug. My bed is my dealer. And my alarm clock is the police. And sir, I'm calling the police to come and get you and throw you in jail. Because you should be behind bars. You should literally be behind bars. And our final inductee into the Giant Electric Penguin Hall of Shame is Giant Electric Penguin host Matt. What? That's me, though. Why? For crimes against the state of Iowa... Hmm. That's right. I said some not very nice things about Iowa in the last episode. I'm a real stinker. And I deserve this spot in the Hall of Shame. I deserve this uncomfortable plaque shoved up my ass by the citizens of Iowa. First of all, I said that Iowa, that no superheroes originated from Iowa. And that was wrong. In fact, a pretty major superhero is from Iowa. And that superhero's name is Hawkeye. You know, the bow and arrow Avenger. Now, sure, he's he's like the only Avenger without like superpowers, but whatever. But he is from Iowa. <coughs> so I apologize, Iowa. Hawkeye is from your beautiful corn-infested state. Well, I also had the audacity to suggest that Iowa didn't have its own sandwich, that it didn't have a you know a famous sandwich. Like here where I'm from in North Carolina, the, uh, the uh, barbecue, the pulled pork barbecue sandwich. It's a classic. They do it right here. This is the best place to get it. Well, Iowa, Iowa does have a sandwich. It's called the loose corn sandwich. True to its name, the loose corn sandwich is basically an unformed corn burger. It's served on a bun with mustard and pickles, but the different lies, the difference lies in the preparation of the corn. Instead of a standard cob of corn, a can of corn is poured out onto the bun and steamed with nothing but salt added. So I'm sorry. I acted like Iowans didn't have a state sandwich. Like they didn't have some, like they didn't have a sandwich they're proud of that they salute when it marches down the street. They have the loose corn sandwich. 
It's a sandwich that I will gladly try. And if I like it, I'll let you know. If I don't, I would be honest. Well, I may not have said it directly, but I suggested that there were absolutely no notable people from Iowa. Nobody famous, nobody interesting, nobody historically significant. And I was wrong. I was damned wrong. You know who's from Iowa? Yeah, that's right. Ashton Kutcher. The Cooch. Ashton Kutcher hails from Iowa. I'm an idiot. Guess who else is from there? Yeah, Elijah Wood. Frodo Baggins, bitch. Frodo Baggins. The Hobbit that saved Middle Earth. Yeah, he's from Iowa. Iowa, Elijah Wood was born in your cornfields. He fucking marched up to Mount Doom. Gollum was bugging his ass all the way there. You know what? He marched all the way there and he almost didn't do it because of something like evil (laughs) spirits or something. But he did. He threw that ring into the lava in Mount Doom and Middle Earth was saved. Oh, boy. This is embarrassing. You know know who else is from Iowa? Fucking Brandon Routh. Superman. The good, the non piece of shit Superman. (laughs) That's right. Superman himself. It's from Iowa. Who else? Who else? Oh, I'll tell you who else. Fucking Jerry Mathers is from Iowa. The Beave. Leave it to me, this asshole, to not know that Jerry Mathers was from Iowa. Jerry Mathers? That's huge. I guess who else? Laura Flynn Boyle. The star of Twin Peaks. One of the greatest shows of all time. Laura Flynn Boyle. Right there. Right there in the cornfields. It's going to be a lot of corn references. <laughs> Laura Flynn Boyle. Didn't she date? Did she date Jack Nicholson or somebody? I thought she did. That's exciting, but not not. But that does. That's not. That's not what defines her. Her good old Iowa upbringing is what defines her. Oh yeah, guess who else is from Iowa? John Wayne. Oh my God, Matt, you idiot! You idiot! John Wayne, the cowboy. He also played Genghis Khan. Now that is racist. (laughs) But John Wayne, you know, he may have said some terrible things in his time. And you may want to cancel him now, liberals. But John Wayne, when he was alive, he was a cowboy. Is there anything more American than that? And that's out of Iowa. That's coming out of Iowa. Who else? Johnny Carson, the king of late night. Cloris Leachman, the the queen of sitcoms. Herbert Hoover, the president who invented vacuums. Kurt Warner, one of the Warner brothers, right? There was Yakko, Dot, and Kurt. Donna Reed. I grew up watching the Donna Reed show. Not when it originally came on, obviously. (laughs) 
She's in, oh, she's in uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, you know why? Because It's a Wonderful Life in Iowa. Adam Devine, one of the workaholics, I think, I think. Tom Arnold, the former Miss, Mr. Roseanne. So many people. Michael Emerson from Lost. Ever heard of him? Who else? Uh, Hill Harper? Yeah, Hill Harper. Grant Wood, right? Sean Johnson, she's a, she uh, is a gymnast, I think. She's a gymnast. I think she went to the Olympics, Sean Johnson. Guess who didn't go to the Olympics? Me. Because I'm from Virginia, where losers are born. Sean Johnson's from Iowa, where winners are raised on corn and loose corn sandwiches. What's that? Oh, it's a loose meat sandwich. What was I reading about? Wait, you, you mean people in Iowa don't know how to press ground beef together and make a hamburger? So they just went, I guess we'll call it a loose meat sandwich. All right, all right, all right. Hall of Shamed. I'm Hall of Shamed. Fine, whatever. Give me the plaque. I'll shove it up my ass. Okay, okay. Three trumpet womps seem a little excessive. I'm sorry, Iowa. I apologize. I'll do my research next time. When you're listening to this, Mother's Day will have passed, but I'm actually recording it the week before Mother's Day, and believe it or not, I have not yet purchased a Mother's Day present for my mom. I don't actually have any ideas, so what I decided to do is head over to the Cameo website and see if I could find, I don't know, find one of her favorite celebrities or something to uh, to wish her a happy Mother's Day from me. I mean, she's heard happy Mother's Day from me for the last 44 years. So it's got to be old by now, you know? I feel like last year when I wished her Happy Mother's Day, she just she actually rolled her eyes. It was just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I get it. Happy Mother's Day. You're happy I'm your mother. And I don't know if she knows this, but it hurts. That hurts. <laughs> so, you know, I want to maybe get her a cameo. I know my mom likes gnomes. I've mentioned that on the show, but she's got gnomes coming out her ears. So I don't think she needs another gnome this year. She also likes um, looking at her phone. She likes to look at videos on her phone. I know she likes to watch TikToks about dogs. I don't know if there's any famous dogs on Cameo that could wish um, a happy Mother's Day. That actually might be something to look into to see if there's some sort of famous dog. But I also know, I think she watches this show, 90 Day Fiance. I don't know who these two people, who these two people are, David and Annie of 90 Day Fiance, but apparently... If you pay them $37, they'll they'll um, wish your mom a happy Mother's Day. Or I guess they'll do whatever you write for them. Is that what it is? Yeah, let's see. You, you, step one is you find a celebrity. Two, you tell them what to say. Three, you get your video. And then you share the video with loved ones. All right. So 
here's David and, and Annie. And I, I mean, I've never heard her talk about David and Annie. I just know she and my sister talk about 90 day fiance and my dad jumps in and it's like they, it's like this secret world that my entire family is in on together. And it's like, they've excluded me. So it kind of hurts, but maybe, maybe if I get David and Annie to wish my mom a happy mother's day for me, they'll let me into their secret club. So let's see, they have examples. Let's see what these two, what, what these two do. The most incredible fiance because in six weeks from now, you will no longer be the fiance, Derek. Aww. Because Kayla said on June 5th, you two will finally be getting married. Now, I know last year was a horrific year. Aww. Things are starting to get better depending on where you live at. But you know what? A little advice for the two of you as you enter upon this most auspicious day coming up. If the two of you stick together... Nothing bad can happen. You have to love together. Always keep your laugh and keep your boom boom together. Exactly. Drink together, dance together, laugh and cry together. Exactly. Hopefully not at the same time. But you know what, <laughs> Kayla? We do that all the time. It's good that you... What the fuck? <laughs> what is that exactly? What are these two... I don't know. I, I don't understand any of that. Apparently you have to boom boom together. You know what? That's probably like... That's probably like something to do with sex. I, I don't want Annie to start talking about Boom Boom with my mom for Mother's Day. I don't watch 90 Day Fiance, but these two do not look evenly matched. <laughs> Let's see. There, Hang on. Earlier, I thought there was a special Mother's Day. Wow, Mom, this Mother's Day. Make Mother's Day unforgettable with personalized video for Mom's favorite star. So there's actually a list of Mother's Day favorites. Uh, let's see what... Cameo considers favorites for mom. You know, mom, mom-friendly celebrities. Colin Mockery. <laughs> Moms love Colin Mockery. But even more than Mr. Mockery, moms love CeeLo Green. That's right. Mother's Day favorites is CeeLo Green. Like this, is he known for his Mother's Day greetings? I thought he was, I thought he had, Said some like very controversial things in the past. Let's let's see what CeeLo says here. Oh, hang on. What's up, y'all? This is yours truly, CeeLo Green, and this is a very special cameo uh, booked by Dante himself. Dante is an up and coming aspiring artist with a very soulful voice, and um, you know I'm not gonna co-sign it if I don't think it's pretty good and worth the listen. Uh, this one is an exception. I think that this... Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, right. <laughs> whoa, CeeLo, CeeLo, whoa! Yeah, CeeLo, you know, CeeLo's not gonna, not gonna tell people you're a great artist unless he really believes it, or you pay him $150 on Cameo. Who are some other Mother's Day favorites? James Marsters, of course, you know him, he played Spike on Buffy. Oh, you know what? My mom might like this. $39, I can get William Hung of American Idol fame to say something to her. Let's see what William Hung does when you when you pay him $39. Here we go. Let's oh this looks like a William Hung uh greeting. Here we go. Jeez, it's like I don't know how to use a computer. William Hung, congratulations for getting married on a boat. Here is a song 
Come aboard. We expecting you. Yeah, that's about what I expected. Although, I think that is kind of fun that someone got a cameo. Hey, Ron. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no. There's, it's like it's like I'm in front of a panel of William Hungs and they won't stop. I apologize for my language. What I was trying to say was that was a very specific. Someone got a very specific cameo from Among to celebrate two people getting married on a boat. All right. <laughs> That's enough of this. Okay, this is Grandpa saying thank you for listening to uh, this episode of Giant Electric Penguin. Did you hear how many times I used the word meme instead of minion? I, I, I kept calling the minions memes. What a, I mean, what a elderly thing to do. But I kept it in one so you could have a good laugh at me. But two, it's just too hard to edit. I mean, these, these things can be a bear to edit. And just going in there and fixing all the times I said meme instead of minion, not worth it to me. Um, you can write to us uh, at giantpengypodcast at gmail.com. Tell me what other things I messed up. I probably misspoke a bunch of times. So let me know, because I love to be criticized. Also, if you want to check out pictures from the show, pictures of the things we talk about, you know where to go. It's Giant Pinky Podcast on Instagram. I'll see you next time with a new episode. We got plenty of things to talk about. I hope you had a great Mother's Day, all the mothers out there. And that's probably it for now. Bye.